Yield Trust, supported by FEPA, did a women's summit on the 25th of March 2022 in commemoration of the Women's Month. During the session, the participants were interviewed as a way of extending the platform for them to share their stories and their journeys. Pay close attention, learn, get inspired, and click share afterwards. Prepare for launch in three, two, one. Good morning, I'm Patience Mauto. Welcome to Shared Diaries. Our theme this month is Break the Bias. Today we're talking about women in leadership and trying to understand women experiences in different sectors that they are involved in. With me this morning, I'm with Chris. Welcome. Thank you, Peshi. Chris, please tell us about yourself, your background, and what you're currently doing. Okay. So, as she said, I'm Chris. Tapiwa, I have male names, something that people always ask me. Um, I'm a young lady, age 22, and I'm a student at Women's University studying social work, and I'm also a brand ambassador by Population Solutions for Health, PSH. I'm a dreams ambassador. So I'm a firstborn, but I grew up with my cousins. I grew up in a family of girls, so I come from a family of feminists. Um, in as much as I come from such a family, it hasn't been easy for me to be a feminist because of the things that I encounter in life. So I'm going to share something to support my name, Chris. Okay. So there is this one time last year, I applied for being a Dreams Ambassador. Um, they responded late, and when they called, they're like, are you sure you applied for the right position because we said we want ladies? And then I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Then they're like, are you sure you're a female? I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> so they had to video call me just to be sure that it's a female. Then that was, okay. And then we had to go for some training in Harare. Um, it was for that, for that post. And then I got to the hotel. Then as I was signing in, they were like, uh, we have an issue. We booked a separate room for you. Then I'm like, why? Then they're like, because you are Chris. Then I'm like, so because of me being Chris, I have to have a special room. They're like, I know. Mostly when we meet people, Chris is their males. Then I'm like, I'm sure the people that booked me in, they said, it's a shit. They're like, Whoa, maybe they made a mistake. Then I'm like, no, here I am. And I do not want that special room because I'm Chris. So what I'm asking people is just, why should you label people because of their names or anything? Because I go through that okay. all the time in life. And so half the time I'm like, should I do this? Or Paul think because I'm Chris, I should not do this. Okay. Okay, thank you for sharing that. Um, please tell us about your leadership um, journey, how you started, and your experiences as well, as a brand ambassador, as a social worker. Okay, so I think it started when I was in primary. Yeah, primary. Okay. So primary, they used to choose prefects at, in grade five. Yeah, in grade five, she was supposed to, they were choosing. And then for me, they'd always said, um, I'm shy, but then I'm not. Okay, maybe people see me as shy and everything else. So they used to conduct interviews. So my teacher did not nominate me on basis of me being called shy. 
So the day comes, I also went to school looking smart that day. I don't want to lie to you, I did my level best to look my, like, really pretty and everything else. And then as they were calling out names, I'm like, I think you forgot to call me out. Then the chair's like, I'm being stubborn. And I'm like, no, I also want to be a prefect, but then you're saying I'm shy and I'm quiet. Then my teacher, it was a female by then, so I was a bit disappointed that she was stepping down on me. So I was like, I know I want to, but like, don't embarrass me there. I mean, that was demotivating. But then I went, and I remember I was supposed to give some poem on trees, and I nailed it. I became head girl. So I was like, okay. So that's how it started. I just had to gain a bit more confidence in myself. In high school, uh, it wasn't much. But then I then moved to Blawayo. I came here, I was a Shona. It was quite hard for me to fit in because of the language barrier. Um, when I came in, they were looking for peer educators at school. So I got there. I'm like, I want to be a peer educator. And then they're like, how will you be able to communicate with your peers when you are not able to speak in them? I'm like, I'll learn with time. Then they were like, we doubt you'll be able to do it. But then by the moment I left high school, I was as fluent as ever. I can even say Izaga now because of that. So I've learned that people should not, um, what should they, they should not uh, pull you down because maybe you're not yet fully matured in that area or you're still learning. Be who you are and you learn more as you get the position, I guess. Okay, thank you for sharing your journey and some of the challenges that you have faced uh, along the journey. How can we create safe spaces for women in your sector to take up leadership positions? Okay, so as a Dreams Ambassador, I'm on the clinical side. We're offering family planning and everything else, right? So. It's an environment full of women, but then once in a while we're meeting with guys and everything else. So you can realize something that you, you have empowered them. You have five women that say they are empowered, right? And then they're just going to be working with one guy. I don't know, somewhere, somehow it just happens. The guy gets to override the ladies, right? So it's all about the women at times. Let's be confident of who we are, right? Yes, I'm empowered now, but then a guy is going to come and say, ah, no, what you're saying is wrong. And automatically I'm going to submit to say, yeah, I have been taught the wrong thing. So let's be firm believers of what we've been told and let's not let um, culture pull us down because some ladies are saying, I can't do this because my culture states this. Um, the, some people bring in the Bible. I should always be under the men. So whatever it is, sometimes I, I don't know. I believe that... Um, Tradition is peer pressure from the okay. dead sometimes. So let us not be pressured by certain things, but rather let's be strong. So we as women, when we say we are empowered, let us show that we are empowered. Not just say, I'm here. Ah, yes, I'm empowered. When I go out there, I'm still the small crease that's just going to be quiet. Let us be confident. Okay. Uh, what are some of the advices that you would give a young girl and also young women who want to take up leadership positions and also venture into your sector as well? I would like to tell them that they are able to do it. They should not be scared. Um, unlike me, before I ventured into social work, I had applied to do diesel plant fitting by Polly. I got the place, 
But you know, people were like, are you sure you're able to mingle with the oil, the overalls and everything else? And that scared me off. I don't want to lie to you. And here I am now into the social sciences. But then let's not be scared. Um, we're breaking the bias. Let us do what people think women cannot do because I'm sure we are all made in the same way and we can even do it better than men. So I say, what a man can do, a woman can do better. Yes. Thank you so much, Chris, for sharing your life journey. Um, this is the end of the presentation. Okay, thank you. The Women's Summit was made possible by Yield Trust, supported by FEPA. For more information and content from the event, please visit yield.co.zw or follow us on Twitter at yieldzw.